I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I want that movie Lamb, but instead of a lamb, just a a pug that I dress in a suit. And he stands up on all fours and he is my lamb. No, you want to dress him in like galoshes and a slicker. I want to dress him like Paddington Bear Mm -hmm. and have my upright standing Paddington Bear son raise him to be a Mm. fine, respectful gentleman. Yeah, you want him to be like, he'll kind of look like (laughs) Arthur, you know, the aardvark. Yeah. And he'll just kind of clop around. And you're somehow living in like Iceland. I really wish, like if I, if a spirit appeared to me Mm -hmm. and said, you can. (laughs) Like Gabriel. If Gabriel appeared to me and said, we're talking about the angel, not the the, the angel, parasite. not not um, malignant. malignant. For all those malignant haters, all, those malignant all of haters. our malignant TikTok flops, and just the haters that hated on us talking about malignant for thirty minutes. Who hated? A lot of people didn't appreciate it, and to that I say, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't care. Stop listening. I will talk about malignant. I'll talk about. I'll Gabriel. go right now and talk for an hour about yeah. it. I don't give a shit, but <sighs> I won't actually because. I need to just say my truth, which is if an angel came to me and said, I will <laughs> let Tony grow into a pug boy that you will raise like to adulthood. Like he can live, you know, 60 years and he will be like your Benjamin Not 80, Button. 60. But like, you know, yeah. uh, he'll live to like the ripe, a ripe yeah. old age. Yeah, yeah, God yeah. willing. 60. I don't know. Like whatever. You don't know what can happen. <laughs> This is like 1901. Oh, 60. Old 60. Old 60. No, he will live yeah, like he'll however live a full long. full human life. Yeah, and he will stand on his back two feet. No. No, yes, because he has to go to preschool. And I would literally walk him to preschool. Like, I would be like, yes, let's do it. The and school like right over yonder. Yeah, I would say. You go to Fairfax High School. There would be no question in my mind. I would mm. absolutely raise a pug son. I don't care if I'm an outsider for that. No, I already am seen who my real friends are. It's uncanny. Un- no, listen. <laughs> I will accept your. To- I will accept upright Tony Pug, but I will also tell you time and time again that it's horrifying. <laughs> I'll say this is not of this earth. I think if he it's came uncanny over valley and no! sat next to you on the couch, like sitting up, ah! just swinging his little boot legs. No, I would go. Ah! You would eventually accept him. Yeah, but I would tell him that he's not of God. We would have a heart. Would he have too hard of a life being bullied for yes. being so different? Why can't people just accept? It'd be like mask. You'd be like share and mask. I would be. With like driving like Harley. We'd be like outcasts and both of our lives would be really hard. No, you have to like move to like the Inland Empire and send him to like a, a school out there like share and mask. But maybe... I- since I have like somewhat of a platform, it would start to normalize. <laughs> You're going to become like a mommy block, like a pug, pug mommy. Pug human. Yeah. Hybrid. It's like the movie Magical Jack. pug human. It's like the movie Jack. Yeah. No, it would be too hard of a life for him. 
I, I think sorry, he could actually right. have a lot of friends. He has a great personality. He does have an amazing personality, but it's not right. If I saw a pug boy walking down Melrose, I would literally <laughs> run away With screaming. his little lunchbox? Ah! No, it's not. If you think about it, that's why that movie Lamb shuddered my bones so deeply. <laughs> Seeing a little lamb with a I lamb I want head. a lamb. No, I want Tony to be my right. lamb. It's Chimera. Okay, I need the readers to weigh in. Would you accept... I will accept. I would accept. Would you Tony. let if you had a kid? Would you let him, your kid have a play date with? I Tony? would. I would let Tony have a play date with my niece and nephew. I'd be Tony's uncle, and I would accept him. But I would also let you know that it's, it's it ain't right. It's not right. I crave this. I would go with Tony. You're not right, <laughs> but I love you anyway. In secret. Yeah. God, I'd we'd have a fight over that. I'd I be know, like, why I'm are you kidding. telling him? But just Laura, just ima- just picture for readers, picture for a second seeing Laura proudly walking down Melrose. Benjamin Button, the end of Benjamin Button, <laughs> sour Kate Blanchett's walking with a baby that she fucked at one point. <laughs> down a tree lined path, just enjoying that. That's me with Tony, except no fuck. Well, also, like, remember Big when Elizabeth Perkins, like, sees him off at the end and she's like, oh, I fucked that kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That we don't have that kind mm. We that, that element of the relationship doesn't exist. That He's not my wild. lover. It's just my literal son. No, like, I imagine I, me walking him down the street. He's holding a lunch pail and I drop him off at preschool. With all the other moms. Yeah. And you're like, hey. And they're like, oh, Tony's so much bigger. And I'm like, I know. I, I, I would like the idea of just, like, ex- blindly accepting this and this dog boy is just in their class. Yeah, like he's just that's what I envision is he's he is different but he is just accepted. Write that movie. <laughs> I'm like going to. Just pug Hollywood, boy. are you listening? Hollywood. <laughs> Wait, just side note before I want to talk about something else. I'm sorry if you're offended by malignant talk. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you cuz I didn't want to upset you. It's fine. It's just a few people. What were they saying? I don't know. They just said, I really hated when you talked about Malignant for 30 minutes. And the Patreon? Uh, I don't... Like, on whatever plot, there's so many places people can, like, get in touch and comment now. Like, it There's all, so many places where people can just Just shit on you. us. <laughs> it's like, it is what it is. Yeah. But the true Malignant heads, I know that they loved it. And that's who I'm doing that for. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it for everyone. We're not doing that kind of content for every Tom, Dick, and Jerry that listens to the pod. I w- my best friend Matt just watched it, and I told him his trench was a serve. His <laughs> trench coat. <laughs> Matt goes, I did love his little trench. I love a duster. Well, we're not going to go into it. We won't. But we'll- just know I'm hurt. <laughs> it's rude, and it's quite frankly, I don't rude. want that kind of negative feedback. Keep it to yourself. But you know what I want to tell? Write it in your journal. You this is who- what I always encourage people to do. I'm like... If you have a big problem, open a journal to a fresh page, write the date, and then write the problem down, close the journal, then loop us the fuck out. Put it in your God box. Yeah. Tell it to your therapist. We do not care. Your therapist, your priest, your... Talk to yourself in the mirror. Do what I do. Give an interview in the shower. Mm -hmm. Leave it out of the comment section. Hmm. Because I just simply don't give a rat's ass. It's you know not going to change anything. You know who I do want to hear on the airwaves, though? Who? Guys, Lindsay Lohan is launching a podcast. She, she inked a deal. It was announced this morning. Studio 71! Studio 71, praise you! Is now it, a member of the Federation! Lizzie. She's going to be broadcasting? This is... 
This is big news, this guys. This is huge news. I feel like we willed this into we existence. Like the we podcast, ushered this in. We totally manifested it. The podcast is described as intimate conversations with friends and guests. Friends and guests. I need to pull it up because it was even like more unhinged than that. We will carry on intimate conversations with friends, loved ones, guests, and new friends. Will she have an accent on her podcast? I want it to be like, I hope she's like smoking while she's potting, like headphones on. Like, will her podcast be a highly, will she even be able to produce an episode a week? Yes. It's going to be produced in Dubai at some like insane studio that whoever she's with has bought for her. Look at this face. A podcast. What is that? The deadline photo of her is like, she seems confused. Okay. We praise you. Is that a tentative, video with Lindsay? Tentative plans to launch later this year, early next oh, year. So it does not, not sound promising. I also had the chance to hang with a friend of mine who works at Netflix. And believe me, I asked her all about the Lindsay Christmas movie. And she said she hasn't heard a single thing about it. Damn. And so I, unfortunately, I'm reporting from the front lines right now. Damn. This is journalism. TBD if that's happening this year at least. Damn. She was, but she, with the caveat, she said maybe they're just keeping it super secret. <laughs> Wait, is that a video with Lindsay? No, it's Melissa McCarthy. Oh. Um, Lohan is set to share authentic voice and listeners will get a chance to experience a never before seen side. <laughs> they will experience me off the cuff and off the record. This on the brings, record. This brings us up. It comes after Lohan signed up to star in a new Netflix rom-com feature. But okay, well, it's like not happening. Neither are happening. No. This, is, can, this will never see the light of day. Hell will freeze hell over will before freeze we over. get a single episode of Lindsay's Hour. Lindsay's Hour. Is that what it's called? <laughs> no, I don't know. Friends. Conversation with friends and guests. No, she goes, I'm excited to partner with Studio 71 <laughs> in the development and production of my podcast. I'm looking... <laughs> I'm <laughs> in development, in production. I'm looking forward to connecting with more of my fans and having intimate conversations with friends and thought leaders across all industries. Thought leaders of the Federation. What thought leaders <laughs> is she going to? I don't know. Partner with like literal like, like Putin. <laughs> literal like <laughs> mad scientists. Well, that net. It seems promising. I mean, that network, I guess, has a lot of. Female hosted shows. Like who? There's uh, Brittany Ferlin has a show on there. There's like other Who's comedians. I think she's married to like Tommy Lee or something. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. She's like a YouTuber. Um, yeah. I mean, good for her. I mean, but it won't happen. But today we, we celebrate. Today we celebrate. Today we, I want you to thank... Best of luck to you getting a fucking recording from Lindsay Lohan, getting her to sit down and to show up on time, speak just for an hour into a microphone. Like they have their work cut out for them. And if they can pull it off, they honestly deserve like a lifetime achievement (laughs) award. How many bathroom breaks? How many breaks? I must get Diet Coke. Cigarette breaks. Well, no, she'll be smoking. She's like, as long as I can smoke. And yeah, smoke. But like two you're going to need to schedule like a 10 hour window. <laughs> it's like filming a housewives reunion. Yeah. You're you going to need... need to say like, Oh, call time is at nine when it's really at 1 PM yeah. so that she then shows up at 3 PM <laughs> and then you can like 
spend four to five hours just trying to lay down yeah. like a track of her like a just one just a dialogue oh, yeah. it's, it's gonna, a nine to nine day working nine to nine i literally hope they who whatever employees and producers are getting paid like handsomely to make this oh happen. yeah they need you need to be like really comp like very fairly compensating oh yeah workers in this they situation. Know, i have to think that they're they seem pro so they know what they're doing they know what, you I, think you know yeah i guess you that's have no true. idea you have to, <laughs> you have no idea the tricks in my sleeve she is ready with all the tricks up her sleeve to make sure that you don't even get one episode under your belt. Aliana is my co-host. <laughs> Michael Jr. Michael Jr. and Dakota. Thought leaders, Dakota. Thought leaders. <laughs> the thought leaders are literally Aliana, Michael Jr. and Dakota Lohan. And Nana and Lohan. Dina is not welcome. <laughs> I want her to have Michael Lohan on. Oh, damn. Thought leaders are going to be like... That fucking gay guy from Mean Girls who like only does like October third. Oh yeah, videos like Jonathan, every year. What's his yeah. name? I think like Nico Tortorella could be a thought leader. Nico Tortorella, you came to Mykonos. What were your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're like, it was great. It was so fun, Lindsay. Thank you, Nico. Okay, bye. <laughs> Each episode is 30 seconds long. <laughs> Every episode They're like, is... we're launching a new form of podcasting called Micro Episodes, and it's just 30 seconds It's burst long. episodes. Yeah. It's just literally <laughs> one minute long previews of the episode, and then you never hear the episode. Also, Lohan Beach Club posted on Instagram for the first time in the longest time of like their entrance, and they were like, that wraps up another successful season. I was like, you're open? Like, what is happening? Were they actually open this no, summer? No, I think it's like a traveling carnival kind of thing where they just like, they're like a... It looked like exactly from Mykonos. They're a row. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Closing out like, a successful summer. It's just like a bunch of... Incredible like, summer. I was stray like... Stray <laughs> Greek cats just like in the club. And like rusty, mm-hmm. like windmills just creaking in the breeze by the sea <laughs> wind farm mm-hmm. thank you so much to the island of mykonos to the board of council of hospitality we'll be back soon and it's just a bunch of cats like who was going to who was coming out of covid to go straight to low i'll Beach tell you Club. who literally gay men going just for like ironic instagram posts well i hope lohan beach club banked this summer I feel like thought just, leaders across the world. Thought leaders, friends, all come to the Lohan Beach Club. <laughs> number one destination. Nico I want her to <laughs> Nico Dorella. I want her to podcast live from Lohan Beach Club. It will never happen, Laura. I pray like she's never going back. Okay. She's literally in Dubai for the rest of her days. My experiencing with my my experiencing with podcasts has saved my life. Like it was a real lifeline mm-hmm. for me, and I feel like it could be the same for her god i hope i hope i want her to be like i want her to be like joe rogan levels of success i want her to have but 50 actually million downloads an episode but actually like unlike joe rogan like deserve it i want she has a lot to address she has can she handle like does she know what's happening in the i want to know like what are her thoughts i want to know her thoughts on current events I want to know what her thoughts are on, like, the tides of, you know, the I political think, tides. I, 
I, mean, I do. I, I do want to I want to know, but I also don't want her to get like shut down by haters. Like I want it to be a safe space where Lindsay can just do Lindsay. I think everyone kind of understands that they have goodwill. They're just just let her, just let her go. I think everyone's kind of like, all right, like we're all. She's sort of like been through war. She has mm-hmm. like war trauma, and I think we're all like, all right, just let her. In terms of celebrity, she has like the equivalent of like surviving like the trenches of World War One. The day that Lindsay Lohan's podcast comes out right. is officially the day COVID has ended. Like that's. I think what we need to get us out of COVID is for Lindsay's mm-hmm. podcast to launch. Lindsay's podcast launching on the last day of COVID, whatever that is. Welcome to the last day of COVID. I'm Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> it's a good way because it will never be over. No, it never so, will. So I, never pulled up, <laughs> I pulled up my iPad last night to like write notes on this week's episode. And the first thing that popped up was a CNN notification that was like, America is not even ready for the next to track the next waves of COVID, like the next variant. And I was like, literally, fuck you for saying this. There are no variant talk on this pod. It's just COVID free podcast. <laughs> we are testing negative for COVID and haters. <laughs> but like, honestly, what if she has like Oprah on on the first episode? She should. Like, we we don't. Oprah know. owes that to her. I don't know actually. I think Lindsay <laughs> I owes got a really lot. too fired up. There. I think Lindsay owes a lot to Oprah. <laughs> I got way too fired. No, I get I it. Did get back. I get it. I think Oprah was like truly god tier in terms of. You yeah. provide. Thank you, Oprah. You provided to me. She did a lot for Lindsay. But I think Lindsay could. We never know. We don't know she what she's going to get. She says she calls her a lot. Yeah. Who else? What other thought leaders? I hope she gets like niche people from mm-hmm. the UAE to like come on. The king of Saudi Arabia, <laughs> the prince of Saudi Arabia comes on. Mm-hmm. Who's like the one who like murdered that journalist comes on. Yeah. But this could be like a bridge to world peace. Yeah. And peace in the Middle East is Lindsay's or, podcast. Or, or all, all World War III. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that Lindsay's podcast actually does spawn World War Three. The next uh, my next guest is He's a good guy. He loves the outdoors. <laughs> and he's been president for 25 years of Russia. Please give it up for Vladimir Putin. She should have Putin on the pod. Yeah. She will. These days, she'll get, she'll, anyone is fair game to come on pods. Lindsay's going to get the answers that America has been looking for with in terms of like Russiagate. Lindsay's going to solve the problem. <laughs> I hear you meddled with the election. I hear you meddled. What are your thoughts? <laughs> That would be incredible. What are your views? How does it feel to be both a hater and hated on? <laughs> You're a hater of America. <laughs> I cannot say I'm a fan myself. The paparazzi, they are relentless. What are your thoughts? <laughs> what are your thoughts on paparazzi? I'm ready. I'm ready for an international yeah. fucking takeover. Hell yeah. I'm praying to Allah that oh, no. <laughs> fucking Lindsay gets this podcast together (laughs) what i am isn't she like maybe muslim i don't know i stand i pray please let's do this podcast (laughs) please 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 i'm about to call studio 71 and leave them like a long voicemail You guys don't know how much I fucking need this, okay? I like call. I know how much you need it because I, I know need it just all I much. care about is Lindsay content, so it seems like it may come. Speaking of, speaking of a game of dice and cards, <laughs> a and dangerous cracks. game of roulette and not the Russian kind. 
we head on over to Salt Lake for another episode of This is Carrie. <laughs> I'm Carrie. I'm Laura. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty Utah Queens. Queens. Episode four, Friendship Roulette. <laughs> we might just do the whole podcast in Lindsay's in accent. In Lindsay's voice. We come up again. It's a We're continuation. We're back in ice fishing in Helsinki. <laughs> Remember that movie? No. With Emily Blunt? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh my God, wait, I'm having like a flash yeah. of it. It came and went. Oh, it was a and total... It was a COVID flop, right? Oh, no, no, no. This is like decade old. This is like 2010 indie manic pixie shit oh no can i just say first this whole episode is all about people wanting to leave and then getting pulled back in oh yeah it's like a true the tides have the the tides have you Mm -hmm. and they are not letting you go swim and swim it's fruitless you shall remain and lisa barlow is both Working against the tide and the tide itself. Mm-hmm. Lisa goes, Meredith, you can say anything you want to Jen Shaw. You can say everything you want. <laughs> Meredith goes, she lies and denies. And then Meredith goes, in her confessional, she goes, I don't understand what is Lisa Barlow's fixation with Jen Shaw <laughs> and my friendship. Lisa goes, Meredith, I, I can't, I can only do Lindsay. That was just I know. straight up Lindsay. Wait, P.S., did you hear Vanessa Bear's Lisa Barlow no. accent on Watch What Happens Live? Oh, it's but it's so good. Fucking, she's a genius. I just love her so I much. I love her too. She sounds just like her. God. And she does a perfect Whitney Rose. She's just, inc- she's, she's incredible. Oh, genius. Lisa goes, Meredith, I love you very much and don't want you to be upset. Jack, when he was three, someone said he had a big head. And so that's Meredith, how she's relating yeah. to like the Brooks rumors. Yeah, her. So it was a struggle. It was a struggle for her. She was, she was happened in a convenience store. I'm still upset about it. I could kill someone. And then <laughs> in Meredith a convenience kind of just, store. I yeah, didn't catch that. Yeah, then Meredith kind of just goes, okay. I don't know if it's <laughs> Jack. When he was three, someone said he had a big head, and I'm still upset about it. it. Happened in a convenience store, and I'm still mad. Like going and she probably ran into a gas station to get her diet coke with like ice from a fountain. Mm-hmm. Getting some flaming hot Cheetos, and, and someone then was like, someone's like, "Look at that kid. He has a big head." <laughs> and she goes, "Excuse me, I'm gonna He's kill three someone. Years old. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you now." She said, "I'll kill you with my bare hands." Never come for my children. I'm uh, losing it. And then Jen Shaw, by the <laughs> way, I'm sorry. Jen Shaw is so fucking annoying. I'm just like, I cannot stand her. I she's can't. great when she says nothing. If, she, if her mouth is shut and she's not speaking at all, she actually is like incredibly pleasing to watch. Yeah. But like when her mouth, the second it opens up, it's just like, she's the most toxic person I've ever seen. Jen's just in the corner going, I didn't do liked it someone just liked it for my team and you just hear heather gay go jen likes her 
I have to say, Heather Gay was a real MVP of this episode. She was great. Her commentary when they were fighting, I was like, <laughs> I could watch a whole episode of just this shit. If you just took Whitney out of the yeah, picture, I need a crane to come in and just pick Whitney up like by her claw. bobblehead and then remove her from this Housewives and then, series. And then bring Jenny over. And more of bring, Jenny. More of Jenny, more of Angie, Ugh. more of Sarah Lynn. Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane. Who is she the insurrectionist? Who was the one? I don't know. Who was the one that was Whitney Rose's friend who was like at the coup? I don't know. But <laughs> one of them was like at. The... It might be one of those two. I didn't look into it. Yeah. I was just like, love well, that Angie's for them. cool. Yeah, Angie's she's an ally. Um, Jen's losing it, screaming about the double standard, and there is no fucking double standard. Literally, people are just saying, "Why did you share these things on Twitter? Repost them and like them after Jen... you apologize." Jenny's also just still fishing. Jenny's just like <laughs> kneeling by the ice. I, I just love, I want, I need more of her though. Need more Jenny. Um, Lisa goes, Jen. And Jen goes, Lisa, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jen's also like, she is on tirelessly on this campaign that a doppelganger or slash someone from the or Shaw her squad. or something. Like, like she is refusing to accept that she liked a tweet. I really believe Jen was liking them herself. Yes. But she or is, she's told people like, I don't care if you like this or not. Either way, it's your responsibility. Lisa goes, Jen, Jen. She, and she stops her and the music stops and she goes, Brooks has never come out. <laughs> and Jen goes, okay. Like what she goes, what does it have to do with me? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Lisa. She goes, I'm trying to defend my fucking vagina. And then you just hear Heather sitting. She's going up, up, going over there. Yep, there she goes, going in. I like Heather going, I would move over there, but the ice is thin. I don't want to fall in. She goes, because I lied about my weight. <laughs> Relatable queen. Then Jen takes off her tennis bracelet and just chucks it. And then Lisa goes, oh, no. Oh, no. 70... That's where I draw the line. Diamonds. Diamonds. Throwing Se the diamonds. She goes, that's $70,000. She fully hulked. She went, Jen went. Why? I don't. She gets so worked up. I think it's a mixture of doing it for the cameras because she knows that's like an entertaining thing. But that's a seventy thousand dollar bracelet. I'm that's sure like, she just thinks that's a college tuition. Either it's not, or it's not real. It's like cubic zirconia, or she knows that someone will go find it. Lisa. Like Stu's there, and Lisa. I love Stu is just in the background lurking. And he goes, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And Lisa goes. Jen threw her tennis bracelet. She hurls it. And then Lisa, in true Alan on fashion, is just digging through the snow. I'm yeah. like, you need some boundaries, Lisa. Mm -hmm. You need to go worry about yourself. Disengage from this. You're meddling now. And you're also like punishing yourself. And you're not getting anything except yelled at by the Hulk. So if someone told me to shut the, f if a friend of mine screamed at me to shut the fuck up, I'd say we're not friends anymore. Yeah. I'm like, something's deeply wrong with you <laughs> and I'm disengaging from the conversation. If I saw someone take off their bracelet and throw it, hurl it into the icy snow on a late frozen lake, I'd be like, You're I mental. need to go home <laughs> and I need to go watch something and eat soup and no talk to no one and talk to no one for about eight hours yeah and then emerge and no tomorrow. speak i need yeah. a fire yeah 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high cut, high waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist. And I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on MeUndies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com sexy. That's MeUndies.com sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. 
Best of all, the Canopy Filtered Showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy Filtered Showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Lisa's digging through the snow. And then Meredith is just going out on Jen. She goes, she claims to be an LGBT proponent. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? That's right Meredith's now. still on this, like, do you stand with the LGBTQIA or not? Yeah. And then I don't know where Heather shows up to Meredith and she goes, I got to leave. I've got Ashley's senior showcase. I really wish I could say, but I'll talk to you later. She's and like, I'll call you later. I'll call you. And then she leaves and she's like, damn it. I just drove out all the way to see this. And now I have to fucking leave. Sad. Then Whitney sidles up with her dumb hat. And she goes <laughs> <laughs> to Meredith. She goes, can I ask you a question? I'm not trying to start a fight. Why do you, or to Lisa, why do you protect her? And Lisa goes, I don't protect her. I listen to her. I don't control Jen. As soon as I saw Whitney show up, I just wrote, oh boy. Yeah. I'm like, Whitney, stop. Lisa hates you. She hates. She will never like you. She will never like you. It's not going to happen. She will never like Heather. She doesn't like you guys. She doesn't trust it. I have to say Lisa's, I, I am obsessed. I ride for her. She's evil, but she's more evil than she, like she acts a little like, kind of just oblivious to it all but she's actually cunning and like i think kind of mean i think so we'll get there because i too have thoughts but if it comes down to choosing sides i remain firmly team lisa barlow through thick and thin i love she did a q a this week and her the way she writes is just incredible (laughs) what did she say she was like sorry for all the typos and strange words she goes i don't have my glasses on (laughs) she's typing just blind into the she, abyss. She posted about like her galaxy thing. Her like <laughs> She did another spawn con yeah. for like some weird computer that I've yeah. never heard of. She She's also like, we love planning on our G fourteen XQ nine. I was like, no one uses that computer and they won't use it because she said it. She talked about John and she and then someone was like, Do you support the LGBT community? And she kind of like <laughs> she kind I of hope said she yes but she also like was it was clear that she was like i love all gods like whatever you know i was like okay well i think probably a big reason that she doesn't like whitney and heather is because they're like excommunicated mormons no i i agree but I, it was i mean i think she probably like isn't is fine but it was a very like <laughs> tell me diplomatic. tell me you support don't support gays without saying it mm-hmm you know how I feel about homophobic housewives. <laughs> we we love I to see it. I fucking love them. Um, I think they're actually the biggest allies of they all. They are. Stuart's actually choked up talking to Jen. Stuart needs to get out of there too. I'm like, like st- you're standing on next to just like holes on the ice for no purpose other than to like wrangle this wild she beast. Who is 
who abuses you verbally, physically. And, and is going, is the reason why you're probably going to jail for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like, has destroyed your life single handedly. I just wrote Stuart's not going to do well in prison. Absolutely not. He's going to be really. He could be like some guy's assistant. Like, yeah. he could find like a very submissive role mm -hmm. to like a prison leader. Yeah. And then he would do fine. Everyone, by the way, is just going along with Jen's doppelganger theory. They don't even question it. There's like, not even a question to try and clarify because it's not exactly clear what's happening. Yeah, but I'm like, if it can someone just be like, that's not Jen. This doesn't make any sense. Be like, or just someone being like, so you have someone running your Twitter who is liking all these things and retweeting yeah, them. It's your and you know it, but you haven't told them it's not acceptable. Yeah. And like just trying to get everything crystal clear so they can move forward. But I think everyone's also incredibly afraid of Jen's rage. I also think that Jen is, I truly believe that she was physically liking these tweets herself. Yeah, I me don't too. think it's her team. I think she is. She probably Trump style logs on late at night and just goes through and likes everything. She's like, <laughs> bless you. She's like channeling like Paymon and she's like, her eyes roll back into her head and then it's like, twink, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Slap that sissy. Retweet. <laughs> Stuart goes, Jen goes, I'm going to apologize to Meredith. <laughs> and Stuart goes, yeah, you do that. He's like, he's like, maybe, what does he say to her? He's like, don't. He's basically like, if they don't want to be your friend, like, just make peace with it. Mm -hmm. and, and then Jen and goes, like, ah, no. Like slapping him. I'm fucking doing it. Ah! And he just goes, all right. And she goes up and she goes, Meredith, <laughs> I'm really sorry about what happened to Brooks. And I'm sorry that tweets were liked on my account. I take responsibility for it. It was on my Twitter. And it's not okay. And I take responsibility. And she goes, and I'll deal with it. With I'll deal with my people. I was like, yeah, she's going to punch them. And Lisa goes, I believe her. I believe her. And Meredith goes, thank you for the apology. And she goes, and Jen goes, and I don't know if Brooks is open to it, but bless you. At some right. point, I, I would love to meet with him. And then J Meredith looks at him, her and she goes, I think that would be very good. I think that would be really helpful, actually. We're going to get that next episode. I can't wait. But we all know how Jen talks to her staff. So <laughs> when she means I'm going to deal with them, she literally Someone's means I'm going to throw like an iron at them. Someone's getting a phone to the dome tonight. Yeah. Like a phone to the eye socket. She's going to hit someone's skull. She's going to line them up blindfolded and pull out like an AK-47 mm -hmm. and be like, one of you has to go. And then just like shoot the air so it like scares them to death. Huh. And that's like how she's going to fix this retweet problem. She's going to have them all scatter into the snowy field behind their house in the she's night. And she's going to go three, two, one. And just run. Shawscrad, run. Yeah. And then she's going to just shoot at them. Like, like she'll the shoot blanks. Game. Yeah. Yeah. But have you like, seen that? No, I was going to watch it this weekend. Have you heard about that scene? I haven't, but I'm, I don't okay. want any spoilers because I can't wait. Um, I can't wait. I oh can't God, wait. Why am I stuffed up? I don't have COVID. I took a test yesterday rapid mm. okay wait can i have a second i just need to rant about something Let's actually go. i went so in order to get a rapid test right now for me it costs 95 dollars out of pocket insurance doesn't cover it which is fucking it's insane insane it's absolutely it is insane. so fucked up it's 
I thought I went then, I Googled what does rapid testing covered by Oscar. I find that there's a rapid test facility like 0.2 miles away. I was like, oh, incredible. I call this facility. I say, do you take Oscar insurance? They say, yes, we take it. I go and I get there. I give them my insurance info and they go, oh, we're not in network with Oscar. So it, and I go, well, then you don't take Oscar because Oscar, if you're not in network with them, they don't accept getting billed by people out of network. So you're basically misleading and I will pay for this, but you've misled me. Yeah. And I just have to say, fuck you, Oscar. Fuck the American private healthcare system. Fuck everyone that's charging $95 to get a fucking rapid test. Universal healthcare. This fucking late in the game, that is unacceptable. We're in a pandemic. I'm lucky to be able to pay that money to get that. But like that should be widely accessible. There should be absolutely no questions about it. If you're going to be a little fucking bitch about COVID and make people wear masks and blah, 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 blah. Like then you need and make them like show their vaccine cards and push so hard for vaccines. You also need to push fucking hard to get these tests for free. Everyone is everyone whenever and wherever they want should be able to get a free test a free rapid test a free rapid test wherever it should be completely free i've had to pay out of pocket when i didn't have money and like some you know like found a way to pay for it thank god but like like through like credit or something but like it's it's reprehensible it's disgusting and i've been to some like clinics to just to get like rapid tests and like there's the people are so confused themselves. The people running the facility, like they have, they don't know anything about, cause they're just, I was like, you're telling me, I know it's not the person's fault. No, Sorry to interrupt you, but like, I know it's not the person's yeah, fault that's course. telling me like, sh- it's like, she doesn't make the call, yeah. but I'm also like, bitch, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because no, no you're telling knows. me you're double talking to me, telling me you take this insurance, but it's not in network, which means you don't take this insurance yet. On your fucking door, it says that you do. Like, this is a lie. No, it's, it's all, unacceptable. It's crazy. And I then saw... the doctor that walked by me in the waiting room mumbled at me. She goes, don't want to get COVID. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go Shaw motherfucking Hold. squad on you. No, but it's crazy. Like, I was, in, I was in a clinic and this mother, this young mother came in with, like, her baby. Like, babies can get tested. Mm-hmm. For free? No, but like they should, they should. And she was like, my child and I are traveling in like two days on a plane. And I just want to like confirm I've never gotten them tested before. Cause we haven't clearly the baby hadn't like been out a lot. And she was like, can you test the baby? And they were like, we don't know. And I was like, are you guys kidding me? Like this, we're- is, a, this is an infant. And you guys are like, this is a mother being like, can you test my child? And they're like, we don't. In a medical facility. In a medical, during a pandemic. Two years almost into this fucking pandemic and you're telling me you don't fucking know that's insane that is insane that is i feel gaslit in those situations well it's also like it's it's just it's everything wrong with our country totally summed up in like one whole yeah it's it's like like, it's actually mind-boggling it's so fucked do not do not testing shouldn't testing if you're gonna give free vaccines for a pandemic you need to provide free rapid testing as well. Anywhere. Anywhere. I should be able to walk into Whoever, CVS, say, hey, I want a rapid test. They of, do it really quick. And then we all, like, 
I don't understand the screaming about being like the race are high. Oh my God. It's because people can't fucking get tested. You can't go anywhere without paying $95. It makes me so irate. No, it's crazy. It's like testing. Cause there are people who like can't afford that and are like, shit, I'm out of luck. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's fucked up. Yeah, if someone gets a test and they have to wait two days, but they have shit to do. Or like they have to go to work and they're like, I need to get this done now so I can go to work tomorrow and like make fucking money during a pandemic because what like I've been doing the whole fuck, you know what I mean? Like yeah. these people who have like, it's, it's. It's insane. It's un- And I'm on the privilege, the most privileged totally. side of it no, to be of able course. to have like. But you're, it's, you can still be like, this is fucking no, crazy. And if I'm experiencing this level of troll, I just can't imagine what people in other situations that aren't my situation are feeling. It's and a I, reminder like, that healthcare should be free. Yes. All healthcare should be universal. And this isn't, we're not like, this isn't like a podcast about free healthcare, but we believe that. This is a podcast, podcast. about. Go Free. fuck yourself, private insurance companies. I will I will hate pay for your services, but I fucking hate you all. I hope you fucking die. I hope you fucking try and get tested and you can't and your bank account is low and you can't pay for it. And then you experience what probably millions of other people are trying to experience the frustration every day of being lied to and having inaccessible health testing and health care. Insane. And I, you have to go in a waiting room and have a doctor mutter at you. The level of like... Also being... You could be you could be exposed in that waiting... If, like I was in it recently and I was like thinking like, well, if I don't if I don't have COVID now, I'm probably going to get it right. No, I went I'm to get like... It from being in here because they're all making us all wait. There, it was... I went to one where people were literally like so confused. We were all talking to each other, all the people in the waiting room. And we were all... Some people had to wait a week! <laughs> A week for test. No, that results. was my brother. A had to do week. That. He had to wait nine days, and a then this test came week. back, and it was like, "Yeah, you had COVID." And by that time, he was thank God better. But like, he could have infected so many people. Yeah, it's just. It's and he could have been sick fucked. and gotten really sick, and like been like, "What the fuck's happening to me?" He did, and that was his experience. It, it's just it's, it's waiting just, a week for your results that you had to pay almost a hundred dollars for two years. Two years into this fucking pandemic that's killed almost a million people in our country. And we're still like, I don't know. I don't know. You're like, great. I'm so excited to be paying for this. I love paying a premium rate every month for insurance that doesn't cover this. And then paying on top, getting muttered at in a waiting room, then having a nurse like angrily swab my nose, then like waiting in a hot car in a parking lot. Like literally fist yourself. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. You fucking hellmongers burn in hell. Rotten hell. Rotten hell. <laughs> Anyways, Rant back over. to our regularly scheduled programming. I just Mary wrote, is cooking. I wrote Mary, the queen of boundaries. What is happening? Oh, she. we haven't gotten to that yet. We'll get to it. Jenny's teaching her kids to fold towels. Her sweet children that do everything she says. How? Her oldest son has an AirPod in. I love it. <laughs> he's, he's multitasking. Yeah, he's on the call. Jen and Stu are taking her dog out, their dogs. I, I don't know. I blanked out Jen doing this like poop comedy. Yeah. Then Lisa Barlow is going over to Sarah Jane's and Angie's. Also, Jen called Stuart a little bitch. I'm like, she's so abusive. She's so abusive and like, she's homophobic. I'm sorry. She's really homophobic. She hates like feminine. She doesn't like feminine men. Then we cut to Mary and she's making French toast. 
It looks really good. Oh, no. Lisa's over at S- with Sarah Jane and Angie. And they all sit oh, down. Oh, okay. I have to say something. Yeah. So we meet Lisa's two friends. are both blonde. They look kind of the same. They're just the same woman with and different names. Angie, as we, as we know, is going to become, I think, like the new housewife. Thank God. Love Thank her. Thank God. Love her. But Sarah Jane, I, I think I mistook her. I think... There's another Sarah that Whitney Rose is friends with. Who Whitney's that was also, the insurrection woman. That was at the insurrection, like posting videos. And she was on the show last year with Whitney. She was the one that came in really drunk. I think in like episode one, she like yes. stumbled into Happy the birthday. bathroom or something. Happy birthday. Yeah. And I doubt, I doubt that Bravo would bring yeah, her yeah, back yeah, because yeah, yeah. like insurrection but, vibes. But I still got it from her. Yeah. The vibes. Angie um, says... Angie's a queen. She goes to Chick-fil-A every day. Angie's just sitting there with a giant blanket on. I was like, I love those. I love these ladies that allegedly eat fast food every single day and are still thin as a rail. And like none of them work out. Yeah, Lisa goes, I'm on a KFC kick myself. Shut up. Like, are you though? You're she not. Goes, I don't work out, but I do love coleslaw or something like that. And I was like, if I ate that every day, I would just flat like i would slowly pour over my weight my like waistband no it's like i it's i think i think she takes like one bite of everything she eats she takes a huge sniff angie at first i was like wait what's going on and then they and then we see angie got a confessional and i was like okay she's the new girl thank god and angie's great she's extremely wealthy like i think crazy wealth she's like i mean that party perfect button nose job like great face chic chignon like petite with like a chubby husband kind of wealth and surprise to no one she's related to whitney and heather (laughs) they are cousins they're allegedly cousins yeah their dad their grandfather was like shattuck riggedy rack or something (laughs) shadrach meshach abednego who was like like the bodyguard (laughs) to brigham young i'm like i stand with lisa and she goes what they're weird polygamy inbred relatives? Was, I don't buy it. I was like, wait, wait. That's when I was like, Lisa's vicious. <laughs> she, she's like, uh, but that isn't that the Mormon thing though. They're like, we're all related, but you're not really. That's like why they they're telling you you're related to George Washington in their library. I saw people's liars. genealogy things, and it yeah. was like. George I saw that. Yeah, like, no. She goes, that's like when me and my friends growing up were like, oh, we're sisters. And Lisa is a Mormon, so she would know. Yeah, but Lisa's new Mormon, so she's like, I think she's even more radical than, like, Heather and Whitney. Yeah, they, they, do, they brushed off, like, the fundamentalist and, like, old school Mormonism, and she's, like, newfangled. But, but she has, but as we learn, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Don't, or- actually. Keep it to yourself. Okay. Oh, no, not you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think like the Latter-day Saints ha- kind of look down on polygamy. I mean, that's like when yeah. in Sister Wives, like the church, the Mormon church does not like their kind. They don't honor that. So they're, I think like, I think we see this now. Ha- Lisa kind of turns her, no- her nose up at like that old. LDS vibe. Yeah. Like lo- bef- pre-LDS. Or no, she's LDS and she's... They're like old school, Mor- they're like royal Mormon royalty, but that meant like having a thousand wives and everyone being related to each other. So I think 
she is in that new wave of Mormonism that's like looking down on them a little. Because when we saw those FLDS ladies at at the tabernacle, mm-hmm. our tour guides were a little like, I, I said I wanted, I kind of wanted to like. You wanted to start some drama. start a little. And I went, oh, do, do those people come here a lot? Those women? And she was like, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know what they're like. What, what I love. I was like, okay, yeah, she's telling me to shut the fuck up. Um. Angie's hosting a fundraiser because she is a transgender child and she's... She has a trans son. Yeah. And it's for a a safe house for LGBTQ people in Utah, which is so cool. Love her. And she and her husband are really supportive of their child. And we find out later that they've left the church because the church doesn't accept their child. Just when you think you love Mormons, they throw you a curveball. I know. But how cool. But I still love how clean they are. But I just thought that was, they're like, that's cool. They're cool. They're fucking cool. We We got to Mary still messing with her waffle. Well, first of all, first of all, Lisa is extremely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her feathers are ruffled by Angie and Whitney's friendship. As they should be. I don't want Whitney being friends with any of my friends. Lisa goes, oh, that's kind of, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm a little surprised at the two of you being friends. Oh, are you inviting Whitney? To your so she's having a casino night benefit at their house to benefit this uh, queer safe place, and what is it called? Encino and Inc- Circle O or something. E like Circle that? or something. O Circle. And she she's like, oh, I'm surprised you're inviting Whitney. That's kind of weird. But and Angie's like, no, I know it's a little awkward. I I want to be friends with both of you. Like she is my cousin. And Lisa's like, we'll see about that. Something's going on with Robert Jr. and Mary that is completely unspoken. Yeah. And I want to know what the fuck is going on. We I come up know on Mary. She's cleaning her kitchen and she just you just hear a whisper. God, I smell like bleach. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Robert Jr. comes in and they have the most awkward interaction where he's just like silent to her. And he gets like a water and an OJ out of the fridge. And she goes, Hi. What? Give me something. Give me anything. He and goes, he just stands there. They you know, don't even touch. Like, no. what I want to know is that he doesn't want to be on camera. And then when he realizes that he is, he's just like, I'm over this. Like, what is, what's the beef? I think he's stoned. Really? I think he smokes pot. Just like chiefs in that bedroom. That yeah, bedroom think, is, has a pot smoke. Yeah. Vibe. I feel like he's like just a typical teen. But like like, saying nothing just seems... I think he's uncomfortable on camera. Mm -hmm. And I think he is traumatized by his life. And Mary just is relentlessly hounding him at like random times, I'll bet. His parents are charismatic leaders of a cult. Where people literally worship them as a mother and father god. And I think he also might just be smoking some... Roasting a nug up in his room. So he's like, hi, and he's like, shit, I can't be on camera talking to my weird mom. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Okay, I I see that. He's like, but he's he's sweet. There's something he's like a sweet. I love him, him, but I just want to know like what's the yeah. truth. I think he's just like, get me out of this life. Mary goes, anything? You say one thing. And the doorbell rings, she goes, Well, there's Meredith. <laughs> love you. And then just goes to greet Meredith. I love, I'm like fascinated by Meredith and Mary's strangely easy friendship. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're so, I, they're not anyone I would picture vibing, but they vibe. But I love them together. I do too. They're like, they get each other, I think. They really do. Like Meredith comes over, she's got, a, she's got, an, 
vampire facial, which I'm like, goes, get it to me. Now. I need that. She goes, I'm a little red. I had a vampire facial. <laughs> Meredith is, or Mary's not pleased. No, Mary is spooked by DNA. I like that Meredith. I think Mary is a little, she's tickled by Meredith. I think she thinks Meredith is like kind of a simpleton in her eyes in terms of her like looks and like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they both have eclectic fashion sense. I think she respects it, but she also like trolls her, I mm-hmm. think secretly. She trolls Meredith. She doesn't know what to make of Meredith, but she's fascinated by her. Yeah. And probably the feeling is mutual. Oh, totally. I think it's I think they're both morbidly fascinated with each other. That can be the makings of a great friendship. Totally. They start talking about Casino Jen. Night. Yeah. And Mary says, I go by I go by vibe with people. And I wrote, me too. Same. She goes, if a person's vibe is good, I'm good. It's like, exactly. Hell yeah. They're both going to casino night. Mary hasn't seen Jen since the reunion. And Jen apologized the reunion, then promptly posted a how, <laughs> how it started, how it's going meme about Mary and her granddad husband. And that just like torched any sort of goodwill. Yeah. Which... You know, it might be true, but I would be mad too. You can't, you can't apologize and then start liking hateful Memes. tweets and like putting a hurtful she, meme out. She posted that herself. Yeah, that, I remember that. I mm-hmm. think I retweeted. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was funny, but it's like not going to help their friendship. Um, we head on over to another restaurant. I guess we miss Trattoria yeah. de Francesca. I couldn't even understand what they were saying. And she was like, welcome to Trattoria di Rodini. And I was like, need to go there. Where is it? She also was putting on an Italian accent. Because then when she was speaking, she was like speaking like a Utah person. Love. Whitney Rose walks into this like kind of bootleg Valters. And she goes, you just hear the hostess go, welcome to La Trattoria di Francesca. (laughs) And Whitney goes, thank you. Once again, she's wearing a thousand pounds of accessories. <laughs> Take one thing off. Please, I beg you, Whitney Rose. Future billionaire Whitney Rose. <laughs> <laughs> the next Jeff Bezos, next... Whitney Rose. Yeah. She's like wearing a trench, a leather dress with a huge collar, 5,000 earrings, and like a Louis Vuitton purse with a million pouches hanging off. Choose one thing. And then her giant ass rose bush she has like, a rose bush on one side and then a rose on her arm yeah when is enough enough she, i wanted to get a. now i kind of wanted to lean into it just get a full sleeve of I roses want like a full, just skull and roses we get it whitney yeah all right. your name is whitney rose mm. you've reminded us you punk what's her st- her style is the worst of everyone yeah her style is why do I not like, I just don't like her so, so I, I, much. I, 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 there's something I like, her, I, I like her on the show. I think she's essential to the show. I do. I like, but, like I get a kick out of hating her. It's almost like Katie Maloney style. But I like what she brings because she does bring drama mm-hmm. and I like, that's for she's, sure. she's a troublemaker and I like that, but I'm also like, would never be friends with her. No. Or maybe I would. Maybe I'd have a friendship like her and Mary, Meredith and Mary. Then you and I would have problems. Yeah. I'd go Lisa. Mm-hmm. No. No, I'm, I have to say it's a little weird, you and Whitney being related. I can't help who I'm friends with. Angie um, and Whitney sit down and talk about their long-lost relative Shadrach Roundy. 
Heckity Peg is their <laughs> grandfather who is like a royal considered like Mormon royalty. He was the bodyguard of Joseph Smith and Brigham Young. So he's like kind of a, a hero to the Mormon church. Brigham Young and Joseph Smith spit roasted yeah. Shadrach Roundy one night. Yeah, they like He they took it in the mouth them. and in the bowl. Yeah, they fucking they got him from both ends mm-hmm. and then c- cemented him as a they mar- said mariter. with both of our come in you from opposite angles. You are now Mormon. <laughs> 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 um, Whitney goes, that's why all of us in Utah need to go <laughs> and support <laughs> genealogy. And I was like, okay, Lara, you were triggered. I knew it. I was like, Lara, this is, I was like, I fucking seen the genealogy. Yeah. I don't buy it for a second. I was right up Lara's alley. Yeah. I it's it's a Mormon thing though this genie they start, I feel no, like it's they like run in quotes genealogy they, the Mormons run ancestry dot com ancestry and one eight hundred contacts <laughs> I am a former ancestry dot com head because we all know what happened with twenty three and me and me I've told the story I think. I was kicked off. I had a whole, I had a whole thing and I've been banned from 23andMe. I didn't know this. Yes, you did. I've told you this. No, I didn't know this. Okay. Should I tell the story? Sure. Well, a friend of mine, (laughs) (laughs) he ordered 23andMe, but then his kit came to his house and then someone else's kit got delivered to his house. And I really wanted 23andMe, but I was really broke at the time. So I couldn't afford so I just stole that 23andMe and decided it's my 23andMe now. And they'll just send this other lady who ordered it, like another one. They're a huge company, not mm-hmm. my problem. So I like spit in the thing, give them my DNA and like send it off. I register. I spent like two hours filling out their little oh. like surveys online. Like a week later, I get something that was like an email that was like, your kit has been identified as stolen. Like your account is shut down and will no longer be active on 23andMe. And then I was like, oh my God, like they've found me out. And so I wrote back, like hoping that this would solve things. I was like, oh, that was a gift from my boyfriend. Like, what are you talking about? Just reactivate me or something like that. (laughs) Didn't respond. And then... And then you were like, I need to know my genes. No, I needed to know my... I'm obsessed with genes. So then a podcast listener who knew about my 23andMe snafu was like, hey, I have an extra kit. I don't want it. Do you want it? And she gave me hers. So then I do the whole thing again. And I'm like, finally, like success for me. I send that in and they were like, your account has been flagged as like a like a dnr like you are not allowed in this like we will not process your thing like blah 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 like i am red like totally banned from 23andme for allegedly stealing one wasn't me i love that someone out of the kindness of their heart another person lent you theirs and then again it dug you even deeper there's nowhere and now 23andme literally has two samples of my dna they could the government has you they could plant dna of me like to a crime scene so i'm just saying now if any crime happens and my dna weirdly ends up there a i didn't fucking do it yeah and b it was 23 and me holy shit i love that i love that you're it's that feels like a very elaine from (laughs) like that feels like a very seinfeld plot i had had no choice but to go to ancestry 
Ancestry takes, they'll take anyone. And it was cool. Like you build your family tree, but then I built mine again. I'll spend hours on this shit and I built mine all the way to like my European relatives, but then they want you to upgrade to like $69.99 a month to go outside of America. Want to know something weird? What? Simon and I both have ancestors that are buried in the same graveyard in Scotland. Not related, just like happen to be in the same Shadrach Roundy. Shadrach Roundy. <laughs> Your Isn't that uncle? crazy? Wow, that's awesome. And then we found out that I had one relative who was all of my relatives are Irish. I'm like hundred percent Irish. That's and cool. You're a light eyed Irish. Yeah. And are then, all Irish light eyed? I'm like my family's like darker com- Is it black Irish? Is that what they call it? Yeah, like dark Irish. Okay. But it's like I think it's like mixed with like I always like to say, like, I was like, I have Spanish in me. From I have my Iberian. And then I looked and I had none. No. But anyway, but one of my relatives in Ancestry.com told me that one of my relatives in Ireland was a woman who got arrested one night for, she broke a window and she was drunk. Wow. Back in the 1800s. Booze and runs in the and family. I was like, girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I, I was thinking, like, she was having a tough night. Yeah. She just wanted to throw something. Arrested for that? It's yeah. a little much, don't you think? Right. It was during the potato famine. Honey. Gotta do what you gotta do. Bricks aren't all I'd be throwing. So, yes, Shadok Randy is our grandfather. Whitney and... Angie reveals... Oh, this was unhinged. She said, so there's been a hiccup with the party, and I guess five hours... <laughs> to the minute after Angie and Lisa talked about her inviting Whitney to the party, the catering company messaged her saying that they have to cancel their contract to do the event because Lisa Barlow's assistant called them. And it's like they basically it was like inferred that Lisa was so mad that Angie and Whitney are friends that she like told her assistant to call the catering company and cancel the contract. Yeah. Which if true psychotic you're wild for that and amazing incredible amazing love that well she definitely like was flexing her like reminding everyone that like she's the party the party queen of salt lake like she's miss sundance but it's also like that's your friend of 20 years doing a fundraiser for their you don't do that to like a 20 year long friend no and someone who's like doing something to support like trans youth yeah like she's that's like well also didn't she at first i thought it seemed like the catering company i was like oh did they not like support that's what i thought too was like oh this either lisa meddled or they found out that it was like for a trans charity and they're like mormon owned and they didn't want the conflict of interest it could be well they could be either they made it seem they said like we can't support this or something they said like this event is not for us or something and that kind of language i was like you transphobic haters yeah fuckers but I, think I just be- don't, I mean, if Lisa did that, hats off to her because that's fully bonkers. I but I also I, think in Utah, you're rolling the dice trying to have any sort of LGBTQ yeah, event I, and get like a big company to cater it. I don't know. I think it was, I'm going to give Lisa the benefit of the doubt Me right too. now. I stand and with Lisa Barlow. I think that these people are probably just haters mm-hmm. and like. Like the wedding, it's like I, I won't make you a cake for your gay wedding kind of thing. Um, so now innocent until proven guilty. Until, but it could be, very much could be her, which we'll is see. also like very like <laughs> the prince. You're wild for that, Machiavelli. 
everyone's getting ready and Whitney decides to put a really unfortunate wig on with bangs or somehow attach like bangs to her hair. It's just sad all around and I don't support it. Seth walks in and he's fucking hot. He's wearing this like velvet suit. Like a shiny with like a velvet lapel and he's not wearing pants. If I were Meredith, I'd pull those pants down. And just start going to town. They did that day. Yeah, get on my knees and just deep throat that cock. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Just gag on it right there. Gag on it in the bathroom. Slob on that knob. Slob on the knob. Let him come on my face. Wash it off. Redo the glam. And then then go to the party. party. They definitely, they have the look of people that have been like, they're... Something happened in their marriage and they just rediscovered each other and their each other's bodies and they're just like fucking. I hope that that's the case and they're not just pretending for the sake no, of the show. Fucking. I want them to be like fucking and sucking all night long. I think they found a way to make it work. I think they have like sort of a long distance marriage. And that I think sounds sexy to me. They get they have some mystique. They have time away from each other. They have time to miss each other. So whenever Seth is back in town, it's like it's on. It's on. So they're getting ready and then. Um, Jen is getting ready in her closet of sin, trying on all these diamonds. I'm like, is anything real that she owns? Like that fur definitely was real, but I'm also like FBI once again, taking notes. And you're literally using, all I can see is a sea of elderly people who have lost thousands and thousands of dollars at the hand of Jennifer Shaw. Yeah. I, I kind of, I just love SL Rolsick is proudly pro fur. Mm hmm. I'm it's it's snowing. Honestly, Fofer is not going to cut it in mm-hmm. sub-zero Dr. Zhivago weather. No. It just won't. There's a reason that fur's been around. I don't support. I support vintage fur because, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's already done. But, but I don't support, like, new brand new yeah, fur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just see Jen. You see, like, this ferret just dangling. A stole. Yeah. Jen goes, I'm going to wear that. Um, We arrive at the party. It's, like, easily million dollar party casino night and, and just in her family room but it looks incredible it reminds me i went to i catered a christmas party didn't know what it was for and it was for the mercer family like dale mercer no 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 so it was in law i was living in dabney in, no no <laughs> dabney dabney tinsley and dale no they drove us out they didn't tell us where we were going we signed like an nda and then we got there and like well whatever i'm breaking it now yeah break it and the mercer family are the people who funded founded breitbart and like <laughs> they funded trump's campaign love and it was a great gatsby theme and it reminded me it kind of the vibes reminded me of this casino like, night is always like it was a freaky. little bit sus yeah we were all a little freaked out she has a table of just jewels waiting for the ladies. Like, I guess you get to go to her party and, like, drape yourself in diamonds, which is cool. Um, Whitney walks in and she says to Angie, this is your era. <laughs> I was like, what? What is? Like goes, this? I feel like I'm in the movie Casino, 1970s. So vibey. I was like, what are you saying? She has no idea what the words are that are coming out of her mouth. And she's like, thank you. I think that too. I was like, what? And she looks so good. She looks incredible. She looks like Sharon Stone in Casino. Her dress is incredible. Maybe Whitney was on. Her two looks were good. Mm -hmm. Um, Whitney looks like shit. I'll say it. Meredith and Seth roll up. Meredith is so hot. I just wrote, damn. She looks 
so gorgeous. Jenny rolls up, also fucking hot Ugh. with that hair. That hair. The curl. She reminded me of The Amy. level of curl attention. Amy Adams in uh, American Hustle. Yeah. It was so scene. good. And those types of curls take so long mm-hmm. to do. I just was appreciative. And like the red, like super low cut tits out. Yeah. Looking fucking stunning. As they say on social media, she understood the assignment. <laughs> slap you <laughs> um but jenny's incredible they're they're just like she's like studio 54 yeah like truly mm-hmm. sharif and jen show up and it actually being on sharif's arm made jen look really hot yeah they look great and sharif's joy pl- while playing craps is delightful and it makes me like i'm like get out i know get out of there save yourself save yourself get away from this woman <laughs> he's like going ah Every time he like, get, I'm like, he's so. I just he's love Sharif. He's a nice guy. He's also hot. He's so hot. Jesus. He's another one. Ugh. Hot husbands on this show. Well, Not all hear, shows can say that. Then you hear Sharif at the craps table, and you just hear him go, "This is a nice night. We don't have much of those." Not like, certainly not in your house. Yeah, damn. With your bitch wife. <laughs> um, Lisa and John walk in, and I wanted to get on his shoulders. <laughs> You just see me riding his shoulders. They look so fine. They do. Mary's there. And when Jen arrives, she and Whitney and Jenny, I think, are all hanging out. And Mary's like, I don't even want to go by Jen. Like, I'm just going to climb over this banister because it takes less energy to do that than to, like, interact with Jen. Mm -hmm. And they have a whole thing about, like, trying to climb over the banister. I appreciate their physical, like, comedy. Mary's wearing an incredible suit. Yeah. All the ladies are really killing it. We also see she tries on some of the diamonds and she hears how many carrots it is. And you just see Mary go. (laughs) I just love it. Praise Jesus. (laughs) Lisa snubs the hell out of Whitney. Yeah, Lisa's Whitney's standing with Jenny and she sees Lisa locks into Jenny knowing Heather's right there. And she goes, Jenny, oh my God. Beelines it for Jenny, fucking basically barrels through Whitney. Just barrels through, not even acknowledging her presence, which filled me with joy. Whitney's like looking at the camera awkwardly, standing there, and she goes, I'm gonna need another drink. She goes, Hi, John. How are you? And then John goes, Hi, how's it going? And then she sees Whitney for a second, Lisa, and she goes, Hi, hi. So she acknowledged her. And She's she, the bare man. And then Whitney's about to say something, start saying something to Lisa, and then she just turns her head. Full back turn. I was like, damn. Just take notes. And Lisa goes up to a group of people, and she goes, this is what, but this is what made me think that Lisa was behind it. Mm-hmm. She goes, there's nothing worse than being at a party with no food. I was like, oh, Fuck. That, that she might have done it. Yeah. She might have put her foot in her mouth right there sabotaging an lgbtq charity <laughs> fundraiser at someone's home your friend of 20 years one of your their, best friends supporting their transgender child and you just said not on my watch there's nothing worse than being at a party with no food he he his husband chris oh seth what he's just in, he's just charming he's, yeah, he's just charming in the corner he goes Tether goes, your personality is so distracting. I never notice your breasts. And then she's like, and that's what I want to be known for. And I just love like flirty, sexy. I love like 
mid 40s early 50s inappropriate couples flirting at a function yeah you know what i mean like it's a safe space to just like make breast comment he's talking about merida if no he's talking to heather about her own breast. oh heather's heather's like this is where Heather's at her best when she's just like she's great at a party. Great at a party when she's playing the craps with all the boys. Tits out. Tits out. She's a girl's girl, but she can hang with the boys. And I love that. Yeah. And I love like it's very kind of swingers energy too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. wife swap. Like ice I just storm. love it. In the seventies. So yeah, it very all ice storm. Yeah. She goes. She's playing the craps and you just hear Heather go. I live for this baby. I live for it. I was like, hell yeah. She's back. Angie's husband, Chris, makes a speech. He's really sweet. He's he starts, hot. Or no, Angie's hot. Sorry. Angie's so hot. But her husband is... He gets really choked up talking about their son who's came out as trans mm-hmm. and how much a place like this and a state like this means a lot for people, like in young people especially. It's like really emotional and sweet. You cut to Meredith and Seth and they, they're like, we get it. And... um they angie reveals that they've left the church and until they accept their son then they're not going back which i'm like all right they're like they're in it they're in it they're really doing this shit and then angie's friend who's a tech ceo that's how he's described he just he goes you know i really love this i love your son i love your family so and i love in circle so i'm gonna give him a million dollars i was like chills oh my god major huge huge a million uh, like a private someone's home it's a great friend i mean i just love a full circle chic fundraiser of I know. this ilk and he just said it so like he's like i'm gonna give yeah, a million a million and everyone just yeah, goes i'm giving a million um mary and jen talk jen goes we should have a cook-off yeah she goes we should have a grill off both of our husbands grilling and then mary just goes uh-uh I was like, oh, I shit. love her. Like, she's not falling for this like Shaw act. Mary's like, you apologized to me at the reunion, and then a w- mere days later, you posted that photo of me and my husband, where you and Jen goes again. I don't run my Twitter. I'm so. St-. And Mary's just like, okay, Jen. Mary's just like. She's she over it. Yeah. She said she's leaving the door open, but keeping a screen on it. And she goes, you know, the electric kind. And I was like, that's not a thing, but I love that you think that. Mm-hmm. Then Angie. Like a bud zapper. Yeah. Angie has a million dollar costume change where she puts on a full coral feather frock. And okay. This is where it's coming to me now as I speak, but this is where like I fully was like, Lisa did. She did sabotage. I really think that she acts incredibly guilty in this confrontation. But but even before that, she has like a there's something about the way she's she goes, oh, outfit change. I think she's harboring a lot of resentment, resentment. with Angie. She might. Angie takes Lisa aside. She goes, we need to talk in private. And Lisa goes, OK. And they go sit on a couch and Angie goes, I'm sad, Lisa. I'm sad. And tells her about... Oh, by the way. What? Whitney and Justin are definitely on Molly. What? How so? He just has his sunglasses on and they're like, it's starting. I was like, you guys are rolling. You guys are... You'd have to roll to... (laughs) I mean, he is not the one. Mm -mm. Also, Mary doing a selfie with Heather. (laughs) I love Heather being like, turn your your head this way to like offset a big nose. Yeah. I didn't know that trick. 
And I always am like thinking that. Mary just gotta go. She goes. Mm-hmm. Mary doesn't get it. She finally achieves it. <laughs> I love Heather being like, okay, let's just go to the, cause you all have that friend that it's like, you just, you yeah. can't take time to coach them on the mm-hmm. selfie. So yeah, Angie confronts Lisa about the fact that the catering company canceled within five hours of them meeting. And Lisa goes, I'm feeling weird right now. This is unreal. This is unreal. I'm feeling very weird. I'm going to go get Meredith, which I thought was weird. It was very like a non sequitur. Lisa went in to the party, grabbed Meredith and then dragged her back. And in. Jen. And Jen. Jen. No, Jen kind of came in on her own. She said, Jen, I need you too. And then grabbed Meredith. She goes, I need a sip. And she takes Meredith's wine and like drinks it. And then she walks back into the room. She goes, here she is. Our friendship is fine. I was like, okay. Lisa? Strange. Weird. Um, and then Angie's like, I really feel like I'm, she goes, a lot of people have been telling me this and she goes, but I'm your friend. Trust me. I would never do that. That's so horrible. Why would I ever try to do that? What does this have to do with me? What does this have to do with me? I feel weird. And then Angie's like, I really feel like in my bones that like this was you. She goes, wow. Seriously. Wow. I am upset. I'm seriously upset right now. (laughs) And then as they're fighting, Whitney Rose comes back. She's wandering bobbleheading in. in the hallway being like and she just plops down next to angie and then lisa goes whitney why are you in here <laughs> whitney star- also lisa starts crying and it's very it freaks me out yeah she goes ah like, her <laughs> i don't crying, like seeing her like lose her cool her like crying that. is very strange ah she kind of goes like this oh <laughs> she goes you know what i am heartbroken right now and is crying and then keeps trying to run away. And Meredith and like pushes her back in. Mm-hmm. She becomes the one who's pulled. Mm-hmm. And Jen, this is when Jen was making me laugh. Because the whole time she's just sitting there like looking around, like not saying a word. She's like, she says, I'm just glad they're not yelling at me. And that was comedy to me. Yeah, that was good. Um, and Lisa goes, you know what really bothers me, Angie? That you're seeking a friendship with this. And she points at Whitney, and Whitney goes, Oh, great, this. She goes, this person. (laughs) I love that. So Lisa's like adamant, and the way she reacts, I'm... It's like a guilty person. I'm like, you you did it. I really think she did. I think she did too, but you know what? I'm still team Lisa. She posted an Instagram praising the caterers. (laughs) Yeah, you're guilty. Yeah, she was like, these... She goes... To their credit, she goes, these are my friends, lifelong friends, and they're caterers, and they're amazing. So I just wanted to give them a shout-out, even though I didn't do it. I was like... Of the ca- she, she shouted out the caterers like, that canceled? She, she's like, this is a good time to actually plug them. And then someone in the comments was like, so loyal, always. And Lisa's like, thank you, girl. <laughs> yeah, I fully think she did it. And then after some point, Lisa's not convincing anyone and she just stands up and she goes i just want john i want john and then they she throws on her fur and you just see them leaving Mm -hmm. next episode jen and brooks sit down that's one of the most insane housewives moves i've ever seen yeah like (laughs) what does it have to do with me she's like your assistant literally called the catering company and she goes well i'm gonna get meredith 
that yeah she can't she that was when i was like okay she's she might be the villain but what but why would your assistant here's the thing okay why didn't angie then call lisa and be like what the hell like what did you have anything to do with this like what's going on she i don't like that she didn't try and talk to lisa about it but to her credit she probably was like you know what now is not the time I'm, i have to get ready for this to so like get into it with I this i have to bitch. get into it like i'm gonna wait till we actually do the auction and then i'll talk to her yeah and she maybe wants- but she did take a lot of time to talk to everyone else about it well she wants to she wants to get that snowflake What's Snowflake? Like in the opening credits. She wants oh, to yeah. be, I think she wants to get her Her digital her Snowflake. Line. Angie next year. So I think <sighs> Promote she's. Promote her. Yeah, I think she's she's already bringing the drama. I also, where's Carrie? Remember? Who's Carrie? Remember in the opening episode of the first season and when Mary went, where's Carrie? And then Carrie came over and was like, yeah, you did say that she smelled like hospital. Who is Carrie? I don't even remember. Was it Jen, a girl? When Jen in the opening episode, Jen confronted Mary at some party and was like, "About the hospital." You, my, our friend Carrie said that you told that you said I smelled like hospital, and then Mar- Mary just goes, "Where's Carrie? Where's Carrie?" And then Carrie comes <laughs> over and she's like, "Yes, you did say that I was there," and she was totally <laughs> trying to get on camera. You don't remember that? No. I kind of, I kind of now it's coming back to me. Where's Carrie? But where is she? Where's Carrie? Yeah. Where's Carrie? Hmm. Anyway. Love this show. It's really turning it out so far this season. Um, In the meantime, guys, there's a low ticket warning for Philly, Philly, Boston, Boston, New New York. York. Get on it now while you can. They're going to sell out. They They're will. They're going to sell out. Absolutely will. Let's see. Did we get a ticket update? Whoa. <laughs> okay. The venues are officially saying a low ticket warning. So we're not even bullshitting you. It's real. We just looked at an email. And guess what? There are to Philadelphia. I can't do math. I'm just trying to work it out. There are 16 tickets left. Oh my God. Guys, sell out. Let's sell out my home city. We're going to sell it out. No, I know. I'm just Okay, being... yeah. Let's sell out his home city. Yeah. 16 tickets left. You better get them. Boston, there are literally 14 tickets left. Shit. New York, I can't do that math. Low tickets. Low tickets, though. Guys. Can't do it off the top of my head. Low tickets, trust. And you think it sounds far away, but it's actually not. It's, it's not. only like a month and a half away. There's and- 57 days until the Philly show. And that means you basically have about 10 days to get these tickets because they will sell out. And we're going to update you next week and we'll just keep updating you. And then if you don't get them, you're going to have terrible FOMO because these shows are so fucking fun. I can't wait. I I'm cannot so wait for, for our East Coast, East Coast fall. Oh, Ooh, guys, you we're don't gonna get so cozy. Oh, so, I'm gonna return to, to Philly. Homeland. I'm going to Philly. I'm getting called to my homeland, and I'm just so excited. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I love it. But guys, get on it. It's gonna be so fun. Let's close out this year. Let's celebrate together. The holidays are coming. I want it to be amazing. So you better get your tickets now before they sell now. out. And. Yeah, follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Care at E Cario. Follow us on TikTok at Sexy Unique Pod. Sexy Unique Podcast. Sexy on Unique TikTok. Podcast on TikTok. And 
Love That's it. Love and light. Bye. Bye.